I'm going to tell you this afternoon about just an interesting observation I had in speaking with my mother yesterday. And that was the fact that I went home for my day away, typical day away on Tuesday. I got home on Monday evening. And on Monday evening, my mom and dad and I watched an episode of the show Sherlock, which if you've never seen it, it's the best of all of the Sherlock Holmes modern adaptations. And as someone who's read all the stories multiple times and is quite frankly a snob about it, it really is worth watching. Now, the next night, on Tuesday night, we watched, I think, three episodes of something called The Chosen. Now, I don't know if you've heard of this yet. I'm very late to the party on this. Um, it's only eight episodes in the first season. The second season has not come out yet. It is completely crowdfunded, and it is all about the life of Christ and the calling of the disciples and, and just the beauty of sur what surrounded the life of Christ. And once again, just like I've read all the Sherlock Holmes stories, I've read the Gospels. And when it comes to depictions, when it comes to depictions of the life of Christ, I'm even more of a snob than when it comes to Sherlock Holmes. And I don't think there's ever been a time I've enjoyed seeing the depiction of the Gospels in film other than Mel Gibson's The Passion of the Christ. And this, I would put up right there with it. I mean, especially there's an episode on the wedding feast of Cana. I'll just come right out and tell you I cried through the whole thing. It was beautiful. And there was something so amazing, and this is what I was talking with my mom about yesterday, was on Tuesday after waking up, after having watched an episode of Sherlock, didn't sleep quite as well. It was fine, you know. I mean, it's not like it's gory details, but, you know, it's Sherlock Holmes. He's solving murders and crimes and all of this. But I slept really peacefully on Tuesday evening. Now, I'm not saying watch The Chosen so you can sleep peacefully, but there's something so beautiful about when we can take the time to meditate on what we have. And that show is so beautiful because it shows in a particular way, I think, the way that Christ delights in his people. The fact that he loves us. And it's one of those things to say it, right? That we know we're being loved into existence. But it's beautiful when you can see it done well in art. You know, when you can see that delight that God takes in man. And what we have today is the central celebration of the fact that he absolutely does take delight in his creation. That God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That Jesus Christ loves us enough to become one of us. You know, to, and as I'm going to say in a few minutes when I mingle the water and wine, by the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ who humbled himself to share in our humanity. When you think about that, not only that we get to share in his divinity, that God has come down from heaven in this incredibly humble way. And when you look at this, I mean, who else knows that this is going on, right? It's beautiful if you ever get the chance to go to Nazareth, to go to the Church of the Annunciation, to see the place where Gabriel announced to our Blessed Mother. And it's so beautiful because it says it in Latin, but just like in the... Uh, Angelus, when we say, and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. This is the one place in the world where it says, and the word was made flesh here and dwelt among us. That we know where it happened. And yet, when you think about the humility of God coming in this way, you know, not with loud trumpet blasts, not to the finest palace in the world, but to this beautiful, humble girl, 
our Blessed Mother. And when I talk about, too, like watching something that has an effect on you in a better way, think about the words that I got the privilege of saying in the gospel today that we have all repeated countless times throughout our lives. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. To know that we have the opportunity each and every day to say those words so much, right? To say them at least 50 times as we pray the rosary, right? To say them throughout the day as we pray the Angelus. To have those words echoing throughout the day, reminding us of the fact that life is not all like Sherlock Holmes, right? It's not all murder and theft and it's not all darkness. And even though there is great darkness, the light has come into the world and the darkness has not overcome it. And even though when the light comes into the world, he comes in this humble way, and we see that humility all the way to his death on the cross, and yet he takes delight in his people. He loves us so much to remain in our midst always. And so we have this opportunity in the beauty of our faith, not in sort of like an overwhelming all the time, knock your socks off sort of way, but throughout the day to stop as we hit the hour with the Ave Maria bells, the Hail Mary bells, as we have the chance throughout the day to pray the Angelus, as we have the chance to pray the rosary throughout the day, to remember what? To remember that the word became flesh and dwelt among us, that he stays with us, that he loves us so much to be with us even in this humble way. And when you think about it, I mean, obviously, there's not as many of you here right now as there will be in nine months. You know, isn't it funny how that happens where Christmas, you know, it's like we, sh- we shoot off the fireworks and it's huge and all that and I'm not even being critical. It's okay. I mean, like I said, I know for whatever reason, the church has not decided that this needs to be a holy day of obligation, which in some ways almost seems appropriate because when you think about this fact that for nine months, the Son of God was one of us, became flesh, dwelt among us, and did it in this hidden way in the womb of our Blessed Mother. And in so many ways, how much that is like our life, where it's not always obvious to us on the face of it that he is present, and yet he is, loving us into existence, continuing to be in our midst all of the time. And so what we can do is to make sure that we're taking the time to focus on that each and every day. Because there is a difference when we watch Sherlock or when we watch The Chosen. There is a difference in what we choose to look upon, be it the darkness or be it the light. To remember that fact that the light has come into the world, the darkness has not overcome it, that Christ is in our midst, that once again he gives us himself in the Eucharist, body, blood, soul, and divinity, pouring out his divinity that we might share in it, humbling himself to share in our humanity and continues to walk with us day by day. And so what we do is we continue to say with St. Gabriel, Ave Maria, Hail Mary full of grace. We are not alone. And because of that, just like our Blessed Mother, we can take assurance in those words of the angel Gabriel, do not be afraid. Praise be Jesus Christ.